0: And now, as we begin to look in today's reading of the New Testament, our narrative will come from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, and we'll go through chapter 3, verse 4. We'll see that God's hidden wisdom was His offer of salvation to all people. Originally unknown to mankind, this plan became crystal clear when Jesus rose from the dead. His resurrection proved that He had power over sin and death, and could now offer us this power as well. God's plan, however, is still hidden to unbelievers because they either refuse to accept it, choose to ignore it, or simply haven't heard about it. Jesus was misunderstood and rejected by those whom the world considered wise and great. He was put to death by uh, leaders in Palestine, the high priest, King Herod, Pilate, and the Pharisees and Sadducees, Jesus' rejection by these leaders was predicted way back in Isaiah and in Zechariah. And we'll also see that we cannot imagine all that God has in store for us, both in this life and for eternity. He will create a new heaven and a new earth, and we will live with Him forever. Until this, the Holy Spirit comforts and guides us. Knowing our wonderful and eternal future gives us hope and courage to press on in this life, to endure hardship and to avoid giving into temptation. This world, my friend, is not all there is. The best is yet to come. We'll also find in our reading today this passage the deep things of God are Jesus' resurrection and God's plan of salvation, revealed only to those who believe that what God says is true. Those who believe in the resurrection and put their faith in Christ will know all they need to know to be saved. This knowledge, however, Cannot be grasped by even the wisest people unless they accept God's message. All who reject God's message are foolish, no matter how wise the world thinks they are. No one can comprehend God, but by His Spirit, believers have insight into some of God's plans, thoughts, and actions. By His Holy Spirit, we can begin to know His thoughts, discuss them with Him, and expect His answers to our prayers. Are you spending enough time with Christ to have His very mind in you? An intimate relationship with Christ comes only from consistent time spent in His presence and in His Word. Paul called the Corinthians babies in the Christian life because they were not yet spiritually healthy and mature. The proof was that they quarreled like children. Immature Christians are controlled by their own desires. That's carnal. Mature believers by God's desires. How much influence do your own desires have on your life? Your goal should be to let God's desires be your own. Being controlled by your own desires will stunt your growth. And now let's begin to look in today's reading of the New Testament. August sixth. The New Testament. First Corinthians chapter two verse six. Through chapter 3, verse 4 Yet when I, Paul, am among mature believers, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world or to the rulers of this world, who are soon forgotten. No, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God, His plan that was previously hidden, even though He made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. But the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. This is what the scriptures mean when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by His Spirit, for His Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit, And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own Spirit. And we have received God's Spirit, not the world's Spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it, for only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others, for who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach Him? But we understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world, or as though you were infants in the Christian life. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger, and you still aren't ready, for you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are jealous of one another, and quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove you are controlled by your sinful nature? Aren't you living like people of the world? When one of you says, I am a follower of Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos. Aren't you acting just like people of the world? And now, our reading from the book of Psalms, this time Psalm chapter 28, verses 1 through 9. We'll see that it's easy to pretend friendship. Wicked people often put on a show of kindness or friendship in order to gain their own ends. David, in his royal position, may have met many who pretended friendship only to meet their own goals. David knew that God would punish them eventually, but he prayed that their punishment would come swiftly. True believers should be straightforward and sincere in all their relationships. In the sports world, there is a phrase, the best offense is a good defense. In the spiritual battle around us, God is our strength and shield. He is our defense against all that would harm us. If we trust in him, he will certainly defend us from the vicious attacks of our enemies. Psalm chapter 28, verses 1 through 9, a Psalm of David. I pray to you, O Lord, my rock, do not turn a deaf ear to me. For if you are silent, I might as well give up and die. Listen to my prayer for mercy. As I cry out to you for help, as I lift my hands toward your holy sanctuary. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, those who speak friendly words to their neighbors while planning evil in their hearts. Give them the punishment they so richly deserve. Measure it out in proportion to their wickedness. Pay them back for all their evil deeds. Give them a taste of what they have done to others. They care nothing for what the Lord has done, or for what His hands have made. So He will tear them down, and they will never be rebuilt. Praise the Lord, for He has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust Him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. The Lord gives His people strength. He is a safe fortress for his anointed king. Save your people. Bless Israel, your special possession. Lead them like a shepherd and carry them in your arms forever. Proverbs chapter 20, verses 24 and 25. The Lord directs our steps, so why try to understand everything along the way? Don't trap yourself by making a rash promise to God and only later counting the cost.